0: Good morning, good morning. Hopefully, just saw Alison said there's no sound. Alison, let us know if there's any sound, folks. I don't think I had my microphone on there a moment ago, but anyway, let me know in the chat if the sound is on now. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Alison. Good to see you, folks. Hopefully, you're all awesome and well. Uh, It's back now. I forgot to turn it on. So many buttons to press in the morning. Not enough coffee, but there you go. Good to see you, folks. Thanks for joining me for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Who we got in the house? We got Alison and we got Aaron. Morning to you. Nev, good to see you, mate. Hope you're well, Nev. Hope you're well. We should catch up sometime soon. Danny, good to see you. Thanks for joining us, folks. Oh, there we go. Kirk is here as well. Good morning, Kirk. Alex, always good to see your happy smiley face. I'll do a few little intros while we're sort of uh, getting things rolling. Most of you know this, but um, Jason is my name. If you didn't already know, if you didn't already know, there you go. You know who I am now. Uh, If you're new, if you're one of our new clients, our new uh, mentoring and coaching clients, let us know in the chat. Let us know where you're coming in from. We get people joining us all all around the world for these little Wealth Coffee chats in the morning. Uh, You can always catch up on the replays, by the way. They do get turned into a podcast and we chuck them up on uh, YouTube and other places. So if you do miss them and you're really keen to catch up on what we pontificate about in the mornings, let me know because we do it each day at about 10 past eight. Been doing it for over a couple of years now, talking about the world of property investing. Property investing, uh, it's an interesting one. I've been coaching property investors with my team across Australia and New Zealand over 20 years now, and um, along the way, done a few deals, well over 10,000, that's right, 10,000 deals, uh, helped our clients buy, and along the way, learnt a few things, learnt one or two things, and each morning, while the coffee gets uh, into my system, we talk about what's been happening on a daily basis. There you go. That's what the show's all about. So welcome folks, great to have you here. Great to have you here. And uh Tom's in the house as well. Tom, good to see you mate. There you go. Well, folks, the mortgage cliff is coming. The mortgage cliff is coming. Uh all the all the chicken little's are running around and uh you know, there's this conversation about or oh, well, you know, the media doesn't have much to report really well it's reporting the wrong things as far as i'm concerned but that i'll leave that up to wealth Wine and wisdom tomorrow andy fenton and i are going to dine out on what they should be reporting on but listen folks the mortgage cliff is coming is there any validity in this conversation because often often there's there's some information in this you know carry on malarkey that the media uh hams up and beats up there's information we should pay attention to or at the very least be aware of um, and today I want to sort of go through it reasonably systematically and let's have a chat about you know will there be you know this disaster that thousands and thousands of Aussies will end up you know on the street etc cetera, etc cetera. so I don't think the answer is yes in any way shape or form however however it is going to be stressful For a lot of people, I'm not underestimating that for one second. However, let's go and have a look at is there some disaster coming of epic proportions that, uh, you know, the world's going to end. And the answer for me and maybe for you um, after today will be no, but there will be some, let's say, some things we need to understand. So let's dive into it. Let's have a look at where we find ourselves right now. What is going on? What's the conversation? there was a little while ago, and many of us, maybe even you included right now, um, a while ago, said, all right, well, if the, these interest rates are the lowest in history, and they were in um, in a certain period of time, a couple of years ago, well, the majority of people got in and, yeah, um, exactly, Nobby, exactly. Um the majority of people got in and smartly, rightly so, said, Listen, I don't think this is going to stay low forever. Maybe I should fix in a fixed rate for myself so I can, you know, take care of things. I know my fixed costs. And the attractive rate, the attractive fixed one, was around about that three year, the two to three year fixing. All right. So, um, and the conversation right now, or, or not necessarily the conversation, but the carry on malarkey of the media. Is that oh the world's ending? The world's going to end. The, you know, all of these fixed rates are coming off, and everyone's going to be on the street. Well, no, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But there is going to be some stress. Let's have a bit of a look at this. What can we see pretty well from you know, where we are now? Let's call it March to kind of October, November, December. We're have a six to nine month period where those uh, are quite a lot of those mortgages are going to come off the fixed rate (laughs) and let's just say today we're going to start the average one got a fixed rate of 2.5 folks 2.5 okay let's just say that um let's just say that that's what they did and we're going to do a little analysis in a minute so stick with me about is this going to be, there's a few reasons why this is not going to be, it's going to be stressful, like I said before. Um, It's going to cost people more money than they're paying right now, yes. But will it end up with people on the street and being homeless? Uh, As a majority, the answer is no. Uh, And I'll go through a few reasons why. All right, let's have a look at this. So, you know, what's happened? Well, the, um, the RBA, and it's up here now, the RBA getting hold of, inflation for us all some of the fastest some of the fastest cash rate increases um since 1994 all right so you know that's pretty pretty quick i think it's eight or nine in a row we're still going to get at least one more folks there's at least one more rate rise coming so another 0.25 we're already seeing things like inflation slow down a little bit and, and things like that so you know. Certainly, some of the indicators are showing that we've found, maybe found the top of it, but uh, that's to be said by the. Oh, that's to be uh, determined by the RBA. So we've had a fast rate rise, um, and what is already being said right now, ladies and gents, is that the interest rates are going to start to. We're going to find our sort of high up here somewhere in the middle of the year and come sort of 24, 25, they're going to go back down. Now, you know, what goes up goes down, what goes round and round goes, that's what happens. So we've got a window of stress for, let's say, a number of people coming off a fixed rate mortgage over the next, let's say, six to nine months. Okay, that's what we're talking about today. That's what the mortgage cliff is, the mortgage cliff, the world ending. Here's a few reasons why. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a few reasons why I don't think that's going to be the end of the world. Okay? Here's a few reasons why. All right. Number one, Australian household savings. Uh, it's slowed down a little bit now, but uh, we saved a lot of dough. Aussies saved an absolute truckload of money. Through the pandemic, now some of them might be starting to use it now, but let's just say this: let's say through twenty twenty one and twenty two, Australians saved the most amount of cash they have. Um, Look, look, since we've been keeping check on things, you know, up here, record savings. Okay, record savings. So Aussies tucked it away. Uh, So number one a lot of Australians have tucked away a lot of cash, a lot of cash in comparison to kind of have a look at the last, you know, few decades of savings, you know, tucked away for um, um as we go, right? So Australian household savings are at an all-time high for most people, right? And they've been saving when they should have been saving Um, while these interest rates are going up. So let's go through this, and I'm going to show you a couple of things on my calculator in a minute. Number one, savings, right, all-time high. Right. Now, all of these people, tell me in the chat, tell me in the chat, all of these people right now on fixed-rate mortgages is it is. Uh, are the interest rates being high and the cost being more? Is it going to be surprised? Are they going to wake up tomorrow and go, oh, I didn't expect that? What has been the timeline, the notice period? Tell me, folks, right now, uh, what has been the timeline, the notice period for everyone on these fixed-rate mortgages? Unless they've been living under a rock, is it going to be a surprise or have they been given notice many months, even a year? All right? Then, no, they're not going to wake up tomorrow and go, oh, I didn't realise that was happening. So they have had had at least six to nine months notice. Notice, right? Yep. And like Nobby's saying, it's the length of their fixed rate. Some of them might even be another year yet. So savings at an all-time high. There's been six to nine months notice. So if someone ends up, you know, has spent the last six to nine months going, Oh, I don't care. I'm just gonna just, I'll spend all my money. I won't put some aside just in case. You know, there might be a small percentage of those reckless individuals, but most people are going, shit, this is gonna cost me more. Let's tuck some more away, let's spend less, let's sharpen up the things. All right, let's sharpen it up. That's what's gonna happen. Now and number three, unemployment unemployment as it is at an all time low. So people who want jobs, let's say let's say we've got a couple uh and um, you know, often the, the average Australian couple has one person who either works part-time or doesn't have a job. Well, if they need to earn more money, that should be very straightforward to do. So unemployment at an all-time low, they've got plenty of notice, savings at an all-time high. And number four, they were already, let's let's do this, serviced. Now, serviced is a word or servicing, okay, there is a servicing um, word called the assessment rate. So tell me, folks, just quickly in the chat, stick with me here. If somebody had a 2.5% interest rate, was that what the bank calculated their ability to pay to service it, right? What was the number Even though that's what they're paying, what did the bank calculate? What was the margin on top? It's called the assessment rate. That's dead right. It's plus 3%. So if we add 3% to that, what's our number? Yeah. It's 5.5%. Oaks. All right. So already, already they have qualified. They are qualifying today that when they were okay when they got the loan they already had they already had to have qualified for the loan at 5.5%. So they're already serviced at call it let's just call it 5.5%, not 2.5. They already could have afforded the loan on that day that they got it when it was 2.5 at 5.5. All right, who's following along here? Who's following along? So What's the real issue? What's the real issue for these people right now? What's the real issue? So let's say that their interest rate goes to six. Let's just go let's just go it goes to six point five. So it's not it's not that they they had like oh it's it's three and a half percent and like how could they ever afford that? Well, they could afford that according to the bank at that point in time at 5.5 already, already. So hopefully you're following along. I'm going to show you something here in the, the thing, right? So let me do this. Here's one of the calculators we use when it comes to helping people calculate their ability to service um, here's little Tommy test right there. Now you can see, I've chucked a few things in here. Um now you can see what the assessment rate is. Check this out here, folks. Check out the assessment rate right now. So the actual product rate, let's say, you know, six percent, five point nine, you know, it's probably gonna land. Most of the most people are gonna land maybe at six percent, between five point five and six point five percent that's where they're going to land when these uh when that resets and that means you know can they service at 9.64 right so there is already built in to this mortgage cliff a significant buffer that most 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 of those borrowers were well within the limits to be able to to pay that mortgage at 5.5% so it's not it's not this kind of 3% disaster, folks, okay? So now we're looking at, let's go do the calculator here so I can bring this home and go, I'll tell you why it's not a problem. All right, so they were paying 2.5%. Let's just do a $600,000 mortgage. They were paying 2.5%, um, you know, mortgage, 400000 whatever it is. I'll just put 600000 in here. And just put, you know, 800,000 in there for the value of the property, wh- whatever that is. Um, let's go 2.5%. All right. So the repayment was 2,200. Okay. 2,200, that was the actual repayment. But on the day, on the day, tell me, folks, what was the assessment rate? 5.5%. Let's do that. So they were already capable follow along they were already capable of paying 3237 so on the day that they qualified for that 2.5% mortgage they were already capable of paying 5.5 now they're going to come off the, the their low rate and it's going to go let's go 6.5 and so the difference what was the difference have a look folks 3603 And let's do this. Let's do this. Go back. Go 5.5. 5.5. Everyone watching over here. Watch this. This section. What was the what was the number? Folks, tell me the payment. Watch it. Put it in the chat. 5.5. Am I gonna do 6.5? 6.5. Watching. It's 350 bucks. So tell me right now: is that a mortgage cliff? Is that a disaster? Is that the world ending? Tell me, what do you reckon? Could you right now rearrange your life to cover 350 bucks? Now, I tell you, they could already afford it. Maybe they were using that money in other ways, right? But the number, the real number behind the scenes is 350 bucks for these people, okay? Now, obviously, if you've got a higher mortgage, that'd be more. So that's what, it's not going to be a problem, 35 coffees, dead right, Nobby. Jeez, I gotta just cut out half of my coffees, and then I'll be right. <laughs> Tell me, give me three other reasons why, uh, why it's not going to be a disaster. Uh, and I'll give you a couple of reasons. Let's talk this through. Okay, so there we go, folks. Is it a disaster? No. All right, they were already qualified to be able to afford that. Now, if somebody's position has changed in the meantime. Then that's unfortunate and not great and and I, and and it's just, it's not great, but what are the other reasons right number one, number one, ladies and gents, that three thousand uh three thousand six hundred and um, okay, three um go three thousand six hundred and three. divide that by um four now divide that by four. if that's somebody's house, tell me in the chat right now. What's the average what's the average rental folks tell me right now what's the average rental of a nice four bedroom house um in Brisbane anyone know like an average rental right now okay what would be the rent on a on an equally an equal property um four bed in Brisbane anyone know just have a guess i'm telling you right now it's going to be between 700 and 900 bucks right um, for a nice one tim if you go a bit further afield um you know it might be a bit lower let's let's just call it, let's call it 600 let's call it 600 right so the, again the difference the difference tim is like $300 a week in the mortgage payment if you do it like that 600 $300 a week if you are looking for somewhere nice Let's say 900 a week, you wanted four bedrooms plus two-car garage, et cetera, et cetera. You know, a person bought a nice house ages ago for 800 Um, That difference would be zero, folks. That difference would be zero if you were paying $900 a week rent, okay? So people aren't going to run out and find something similar for cheaper. That's not going to happen. Number two, there's no... There's no stock on the market anyway. There's no stock um, to rent or they couldn't downsize and buy another one. No stock either to rent or to buy, right? And it's easier. People hunker down. It's easier to stay where you are, right? Easier to stay where you are. So there you go. Mortgage cliff, disaster waiting to happen. The world's ending. No, it's not. It's not going to end. Will it be tough? Yes, it will be a shock to the system, especially if people were, are not prepared. Uh, they were already capable of being able to make that level of mortgage payment, ladies and gents. They were already capable of it or pretty close to it. Uh, is there ways they can get, get better loan rates and stuff like that? Yeah, totally, 100%. Um, anyway, there you go. Did that make sense? Put that in the chat for me. Did that make sense, folks? Because you know uh, what I want to make sense of, or, or, or part of the reason I do these things in the morning is just see these headlines, these this bullshit from the media, hamming up something that people go, oh shit, the world's ending. I better not do anything, and and you know that is what's called fear and ignorance, folks. That's called fear and ignorance. Don't succumb to the fear and ignorance that is perpetuated by institutions and the media. Fixed-rate mortgage cliff. All right, what's that mean? All right, there's some people who are going to come off a fixed rate. Tell me some information about that. All right, well, they could afford it at 5.5. It's going to go to 6.5, even though they're only paying 2.5, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, the reality is it's going to hurt, but it ain't going to end the, you know, the, the market. Blah blah blah. Anyway, there you go. I'm done. I'm just rabbiting on now. Thanks for joining me, folks. Uh, thanks for joining me, folks. Yeah, you're dead right. You're dead right. You're dead right, parent. You know that. Uh, tell you what, you know, if you know the the things that the media put out, a lot of people take as advice or um, you know, or or fact. And we got to check it, you know. Anyway, there you go. All right, folks, I'm done. Thanks for joining me. Great to see you. Join me tomorrow for another one. Um, Stay well, stay good. Remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Property investing takes time. Takes time. And uh, buy good property and keep it for a long time, if not forever. That's my catch cry. Buy well, don't sell. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Buy well, don't sell organize your finances to make sure that that's the case. That's that's no more complicated than that, folks. All right, that's it. I'm done. You guys be awesome. Be well. See you tomorrow for another one. Till then, bye for now, folks.